June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Let's talk about my mochi ice cream. Why? Because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good. My Mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough, and the flavors are amazing. Like My Mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits, it's a chocolate lover's dream. Or don't get me started on My Mochi strawberry ice cream. It's cool, creamy, and bursting with natural berry flavor. And the sweet, luscious flavor of My Mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics. My Mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, big TV shakeups. Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews out at Dancing with the Stars. Why? And are more cuts coming? Hopefully we're coming back. Then, daytime drama. Why The Real just lost another host, their second in two months. We have an empty chair here. And but I can hear the remembering Naya Rivera, how her Glee co-stars are honoring her, the heartbreaking tribute. Plus, Kelly Preston, how Scientology will play a role in her funeral. There really are answers for everything. Then, a Bachelor exclusive. I'm about to release some information that's never been told before. Pilot Pete's first TV interview since finally finding love. I put a ring on it. And ET starts now. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome. Well, 2020 is something else, y'all, because Tom Bergeron dropped a ballroom bombshell. He is out at Dancing with the Stars, and so is co-host Aaron Andrews. How much longer would you do dancing? I show up on show day. It's been a great surprise in my career to have that show. 15 years after Tom first hosted season one in 2005. Welcome to the very first episode of Dancing with the Stars. Tom broke the news himself. He was not asked to return next season. His rep tells ET, quote, In the fine tradition of Hollywood cliches, they're going in a different direction. 
That appears to have been a big shock for the host. ABC also confirmed Tom's sidekick of six years, Aaron Andrews, is also out. Can you confirm you're back for the fall? I honestly don't know anything. They don't tell me a thing. Last season, the show cut a bunch of dancers, including the popular Artem and Sharna. In the wake of this shakeup, pros and alums, including Bindi Irwin, Leah Thompson, and Lance Bass, reacted online. Sasha Farber said, quote, you are absolute legends and we love you. There's an old saying that the show must go on. So what's next? Season 29 is scheduled to return in the fall, although there is no word yet on who will be the new host. E.T. has learned Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow is set to compete. Carrie Ann Anaba told us big changes are ahead. We've been around this long because we try to evolve and keep up and keep it fresh and interesting. Hopefully we're coming back, but we don't know what the next few months look like. This COVID, we're all sort of on pins and needles trying to figure out what's going to happen. There's another TV shakeup going on over at The Real. You do your research about what you bring to the table. Tamira Mori Housley announced she's leaving seven years after the show's 2013 debut. According to our ET source, they couldn't come to an agreement on her contract. It's not easy producing a talk show and hosting a talk no, show. Right? I actually thought it was going to be a lot easier. But I will say these ladies make it a lot of fun. The news comes a month after former co-host Amanda Seals abruptly announced her departure after six months on the show. I did not renew it because it doesn't feel good to my soul. Tamira's announcement came as divers discovered the body of her good friend, Naya Rivera. She said, quote, I had no intention to talk about this today, but now some reports are coming out and I'd rather you hear it from me first. Now, what you may not have known is that Tamara and her family became close with Naya when Tamara's brother Taj worked with Naya on the 90s series Smart Guy. Tamara posted in part, I knew as early as nine years old you were going to grace us with so much talent and so much beauty. You took my breath away and always will. Also showing their love for Naya, her Glee co-stars. Can I sail through the changing ocean of time? Kevin is still one of my really good friends, Jenna, Amber, Chris. After Naya's Glee family stood on the shores of Lake Piru to say goodbye, the tight-knit cast took to social media to pay tribute. I love you in the morning, in the afternoon. Amber Riley posting this now heartbreaking video with Naya and her son Josie captioned, I love you, I miss you. Know that your family will never have to worry about anything. I love you. Many former cast members sent condolences to little Josie, promising to teach him about his incredible mom. Authorities say Naya's last moments were likely spent saving the four-year-old's life. She mustered enough energy to get her son back onto the boat, but not enough to save herself. We are here now. Yesterday, expectant mom Leah Michelle posted pics of the two people she lost on the same day, seven years apart, Naya and Corey Monty. If she's gone, I can't go on. Kevin McHale tweeted, you'd be hard pressed to convince me that Corey didn't help find our girl today. Here comes the sun. Naya was grateful to have made an impact on Glee, and today the show's co-creators honored her, announcing they are, quote, currently in the process of creating a college fund for the beautiful son Naya loved most of all. The close bonds his mom formed will never be broken. It's like going to work every single day with like 12 of your best friends. 
Next, saying goodbye to Kelly Preston. The 57-year-old actress was a devoted Scientologist, just like John. It's a lot of technology for better tools for living. Kelly is expected to be given a funeral service in accordance with the religion's customs. So what does that mean? Well, the service is fairly traditional, a eulogy, church readings, and a ceremony that, according to Scientology's website, quote, helps the departed end this chapter of life and move forward to the next. When the couple's son Jet passed away, he was cremated four days later, and a memorial was held two days after that. The great thing about Scientology is that there really are answers for everything. When Jet was born, Kelly had what the church calls a silent birth. You try to keep the room quiet so there's no nothing recorded in the, in the child's mind that shouldn't be there. We used all the, the technology for his whole birth and, and My after. pregnancy. Meanwhile, Patrick Dempsey, who co-starred with Kelly in the movie Run, called Kelly a radiant woman and a bright light. And look at this. We were interviewing Kelly on set in 1990 when her McDreamy co-star busted in. Good to see you. Am I interrupting anything? <laughs> Nothing at all. Good Come here, you. darling. Come sit on my lap. And Josh Gad told us Kelly, who co-starred in Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger, was underappreciated as an actress. I had the privilege of writing a sequel to Twins many years ago called Triplets. And part of the joy was seeing how unbelievably beautiful she was, not only as a human being, but also as an actress. She lit up the screen. Kelly was just radiant inside and out. All right, moving on to Meghan Markle. The Duchess speaking out at her first formal event since stepping down as a senior member of the royal family. I will be cheering you on, so will my husband, so will Archie, as you all continue marching, advocating, and leading the way forward. Donning a royal blue sleeveless dress, her hair longer, straight, and parted in the middle. Meghan made it personal talking about her family while speaking for nine minutes about gender equality. Believing in true equality is not enough. It's going to take more than belief. We have to work for it every day. Speaking for the Girl Up United Nations Foundation, Meghan recorded her speech at Tyler Perry's $18 million mansion. Continue to believe in yourselves. Believe in what makes you unique. And don't be afraid to do what you know is right, even when it's not popular. Meghan's friend Priyanka Chopra Jonas also addressed the Global Virtual Conference. We will build a world where no girl is silenced because of who she is. Harry and Meghan are becoming more visible in their new town of Beverly Hills. The latest sighting, the masked couple stepped out for a doctor's appointment. Dressed for the summer heat, Meghan wore a $76 white linen dress paired with $450 Chanel flats. No sign of Archie, but the Duke and Duchess did have a team of security to usher them into their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Now to Viola Davis. She isn't holding anything back when it comes to her experience as a black woman in Hollywood. Viola graces Vanity Fair's cover, the magazine's first issue in studio since the pandemic began. Viola in four different designer poses. Her entire team wore masks and social distance throughout the shoot. And in the eight-page Vanity Fair cover story, Viola says, my entire life has been a protest. By all over your shoulder, by all to your right. The 54-year-old says not wearing a wig to the 2012 Oscars was part of her protest. As for her role in The Help, the film she was nominated for that year. I promise we'll be careful. This already ain't careful, Miss Skeeter. 
She says, there's a part of me that feels like I betrayed myself and my people because I was in a movie that was created in the cesspool of systemic racism. You all need to go home, breathe, because right now we're okay. When How to Get Away with Murder ended its sixth season run in May, Viola told us she walked away with much more than a historic Emmy win. It meant a lot to the brown skin women because sometimes we really are left at the bottom of the barrel. Viola is using her production company to afford more roles to black women, including herself. She's set to play Michelle Obama in Showtime's upcoming series, First Ladies. I feel that at a certain point, you have to be the change and you have to be bold with anything and just put it out there. And then you have to create a legacy. The always inspiring Viola Davis. And speaking of legacies, six-time Olympic gold medalist Ryan Lochte is hoping you will change your mind about his. I was in a hole and I was climbing my way out. Ryan's Road to Redemption, a look at the new documentary from The Swimmer and now Dad of Two. I want to set the record straight. Then the office cast together again. That's what she said. <laughs> and spilling never before heard Dunder Mifflin dirt. You didn't know that? Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. What made you want to put your life out there again? There's a lot of people out there to have a different perception of who I really am. I was stupid. I want to set the record straight on certain things, and I want people to see how i grown up. One of the greatest swimmers in history. In his new documentary, In Deep with Ryan Lochte, which streams tomorrow on the Peacock Network, the 35-year-old six-time gold medalist is seeking redemption. The guy pulled out his gun, he cocked it, put it to my forehead. During the 2016 Rio Summer Games, Lochte fabricated a story about being robbed at gunpoint after a drunken night out with his teammates. I was in a hole and I was climbing my way out, uh, me and my family, and we're still doing that. Ryan has been married to wife Kayla for two years and have two young children, three-year-old son Caden and one-year-old daughter Liv. The biggest turning point in my life was when me and my wife had my son. Are you teaching the kids to swim? I, this is the thing, I don't want to teach my kids how to swim. When they start crying, I'm like, it's okay, if you don't want to jump in, don't jump in. <laughs> like, I'm like that. So I want someone else to like push them. Ryan hopes to go gold again next year. He has been training to make the 2021 Tokyo Olympics team. What do you think your chances are? So good. My coach tells me almost every other day, times in practice are faster than when you were at your greatest in 2012. He also told me he has more determination and fire burning inside him than ever before. But here's a question. How hot does the fire burn for pilot Pete and Kelly? Are we in love? Are you kidding? <laughs> Their first interview as a couple, what his mom thinks about the romance. And is an engagement imminent? Just jumping right into it. <laughs> Plus, the office stars reunited. Nice. We're with the star getting the cast back together and spilling secrets you never knew about the show. How is that even possible? Time now for our big Bachelor exclusive. 
four months after Pilot Pete's drama-filled finale, he has officially moved on with former contestant Kelly Flanagan. So how serious are these two? In a word, very. She is, I truly believe, the perfect person for me. And I feel so blessed to, to have this Aww, worked out. Oh, he's sweet. Are we in love? <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me? <laughs> <Of course. laughs> you want to know how I told her I loved her for the first time? Yes. I got her this little gumball machine ring. I told her I want her to remember this day from this gumball machine ring is the day I told you that I love you. And that was it. You did end up putting a ring on her finger. <laughs> I did. It wasn't the uh, the finger I thought it was going to be, but yeah, I, I did. <laughs> so they've said the L word, but how did they get there? Well, Peter went from Kelly to Madison to Hannah Ann, then back to Madison before ultimately ending up with Kelly. Confused? Eh, so was Peter. The, the Bachelor really messed with me. Really, really messed with me. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. If I could do it again um, and guarantee she was going to be there, I would do it just, so differently. Oh my God, you have no idea. Cut to a few weeks later when Peter asked for a face-to-face -face reunion in Chicago. He asked if he can come out here and I was just like, no. I remember going to bed and then I woke up and I got a text like, is the offer still on the table? Oh. And <laughs> next flight got out there. The two dropped hints on TikTok that they were becoming a thing. And soon enough, the pilot and the lawyer were Instagram official. Kelly also gave Peter's ex, Hannah Ann, a heads up. So that's fine. She's like, I thank you so much for calling me. Uh, I really respect you and our friendship. But the big question, what does Pete's mom, Barb, think of this relationship? I'm about to release some information that's never been told before. While Peter was shooting The Bachelor, his cast of women was revealed. And Barb, understandably, started sleuthing. Going to the hospital in uh, in Costa Rica when I split my forehead open, I had to call my mom. Well, after she found out that my head was okay and we're all good, she was trying to like give me hints of like who she liked, who she liked, and she kept saying, me gusta la niña de, 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 mi, uh, de mi ciudad from Chicago. Yeah, so that's how far back that that love, I guess, for Kelly goes. So what's next for the young lovers? We do want to move in with each other. Hopefully, New York City. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that those two are so happy. And fans of The Office are jumping all over any possibility of the Dunder Mifflin gang getting back together. And it is happening, sort of, thanks to Brian Baumgartner, AKA Kevin, and his new Spotify podcast, An Oral History of The Office. I wanted to eat a pig in a blanket. In a blanket. The show is much bigger now than it ever was then. That's what she said. <laughs> it's the number one streamed on Netflix. And the first day of the pandemic, 250 million minutes were consumed just that day alone. The Office was almost canceled its first two years. John Krasinski and Kevin used to throw the football between takes, so it was written into the show. <laughs> Those are just a couple secrets revealed in the more than 100 hours of interviews with Steve Carell, Jenna Fisher, Rain Wilson, and John. Look at that. Brian also interviewed The Office's number one fan. Duh. The fact that I, I appear in a Billie Eilish song. It's like one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. How is that even possible, right? <laughs> yeah. The other day we learned 
that John Krasinski wore a wig at one point. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. God looked ridiculous in that wig. He was filming the Clooney movie, uh, Leatherheads. That's yeah. right. And he had a little buzz cut. Yeah, and they but they wanted his little sexy floppy hair. The other day I was interviewing uh, Leslie, AKA Stanley. He told me. He had auditioned for the role of Stanley before I did. I did. I auditioned for Stanley. I went in uh, and auditioned for Stanley, and uh, I, I read the part uh, as though it was Kevin. <laughs> Leslie David Baker is trying to keep Stanley's legacy alive. He's got a Kickstarter going to make his own spinoff. He's trying to raise three hundred thousand dollars. With eighteen days to go, it's at just under fifty-two grand. There are layers of Stanley that had not been explored, and the fans have been asking for that exploration. So. You know, we're going to try to provide that for them. I sit on my porch all day carving birds. What's the one Kevin line they say to you or they want to hear from you? Usually it is, it is, a, it is a mention of the chili. It's probably the thing I do best. And I would say nice is probably up there. Nice. All right, coming up, Never Have I Ever Breakout star Maitreyi e. Ramakrishnan talks her possible first Emmy nod and the office star she hopes Mindy Kaling can get for season two. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Don't be surprised if you see Steve Carell pop up on the new Netflix hit, Never Have I Ever, which just got picked up for season two. It's created by The Office alum, Mindy Kaling. And only we spoke to the show's breakout star, 18-year-old Maitreyi Ramakrishnan, who is one of the biggest Office fans in the world. Who's like your dream guest for season two? I would want Steve Carell, because he would just be jokes. He could just walk past, like that's all he need. I will just cry. I could see Steve being like a substitute teacher. Rachel, you're onto something. Think about it. Whoa. Steve Carell plays a teacher teaching a business class on office management. We really just did that. Thanks for considering. I love you guys. Is this like your first big acting gig? It's my first acting gig that's not related to high school. This is my first job actually. You are getting so much Emmy buzz. <laughs> Honestly, that that's wild to me. That's so wild. I'm already happy with what I have achieved and if I can achieve more, that's great. Always on the go? Well, now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on CBS Mornings On The Go. It's a podcast. You can listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.